Treat the Beverly's episode seven, the Beverly switch. I'm Adam and you're in mid treat freak week even because this is Steve and I'm coming at you with everything I got. <laughs> He's a mid treat freak week. Yes. Yes, indeedy. Did I say that right? Is that what I said? Uh, you said something like that. You used all the words in all the wrong order, but you used yeah. some of them correctly. Yeah, like mid. Mid-treat, frequent. Exactly. I have P. to take a pause. My brain doesn't function like that. You know, you got to take a pause. Well, so much. there's so much to process in this episode of the Beverly's that I understand that, like, you might still be processing it, you know? Yeah. I'm very raw right now. I, I'm a very raw boy uh, because this episode really hit me where I pee, you know? Well, I mean, it, it feels like, like we mentioned, right? Literally one second before we I hit record, this episode was tailor-made for you because it's all about baseball and tomboys and talking to boys. It's like it, it's got Steve written all over it. And identity and who you are as a person and what to give up to the Lord, which is everything, of course. Of course, because he gave it all to you. So the least you can do is give it all up. Yeah, give it to him because he gave it to you. I do love that it's like, yeah, God gave you all these gifts. So the least you can do is just use all your gifts for God. It's like, well, then why did he give them to me if I'm just supposed to use them for him? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, start making sense, religion. That's what religion really needs to tear down. And you need to start making a little bit of sense, or people are just going to continue to leave. <laughs> and all you'll have left are the crazies, which, oh, looks like that's probably already the case. Oh! Gotcha, religion. Ding, 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 dong, dong. That's right. He's standing up, showing his dong, telling me he loves me. It's a first date all over again. How else are you supposed to do first dates? Like, are you just supposed to talk about your interests? And, like, your past and everything. Yeah, all your exes and all the trauma that you have. Like, that's, I mean, you know, you just want to get it all out there. Yeah. Show them your bits, tell them you love them, then move on from there. Exactly. Start strong. Just cut to the chase. That's why you're getting together. Are we going to frick tonight? Well, this is what I'm working with. Does this seem appealing to you? If they go, yeah, not really. Well, then, boom, you just save yourself 50 bucks at, uh, you know, at the restaurant. You don't have to go anymore. You Cancel your keg order. We're heading home. A bunch of people have told me that there's papers out there that you already know if you're going to frick me or not. So tell me if you're going to frick me. I love you. Here's a meatball. There's already papers out there? What do you mean? Well, there's a bunch of studies out there, you know, that oh. tell that, you know, talk to women about their menstrual cycle. <laughs> uh -huh, yeah, these are sponsored by Big Pharma. How can yeah. we, what, to pr create new drugs to stop those menstrual cycles? Big menstrual is in there too. Mm -hmm. All the all the big players, big blood, they're really concerned about the loss of. Yeah, the blood bank is always number one in period studies. Just being like, how can we get in, how can we shove our noses in this business, you know? Yeah, let's get in there. That's the biggest problem with the blood industry is there's a bunch of blood already there, but you can't figure <sighs> out how to get it into other people's bodies so much blood just gets thrown in the trash every day when it's yeah. like just squeeze it out and then deliver it save a life you know stop being so selfish i guess is what we're saying it's the old water problem sure we got more than we could ever need but too much of it salted of course period blood everywhere and not a drop to drink yeah, that's something. That's definitely <laughs> something for sure. Oh, yeah, that's a wise word. That's on a fortune cookie somewhere. <laughs> 
man, they must have been chortling while they're writing those fortune cookies. Ooh wee! Oh, just laughing, being like these friggin' idiots. These these guy gins gonna read this now. Different different uh, part of the world, but these silly geese are gonna read this and base their whole life around it. What are they thinking? And obviously, you just pour some water on the blood, and then you can use it. I of mean, course, yeah. That's why they put it's. That's why it's blue in the commercials to show you. Hey, you got to mix this with water if you're gonna use it. Duh. Nobody's ever used them right. We're the only people who understand how per- like periods work. <laughs> that is for sure. We were the first. We didn't get them, but we instituted them. Yeah, we insisted. When God yeah. took my rib and was like, hey, I'm going to make a little something something for you guys. I went, okay, well, make sure that like once a month her life is misery. Just make sure that she bleeds because only women bleed, as Alice Cooper taught us. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was right there in the Garden of Eden, too. Yeah, and make them have mental problems. Oh, of course, yeah. Outside of the once a month thing, just yeah, that, that's course. a year round treat for everyone. Oh, for sure. We we lap it up. Uh, yeah. Are you talking about periods again? Mmm. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> Call me Detroit because I've got my Red Wings. You know, man, we're really like you know uh, morning zoo crewing it up today. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's right, it's Adam and Steve in the morning. If you're listening to this podcast earlier than noon, then welcome to the cage. Periods, am I right? Ha ha ha, ding ding ding. Uh, if only women could drive better. Hey, coming up next, we've got REO Speedwagon, so stay tuned. Well, their eyes don't work as fast. It's all, there's a lot of papers out there, of course, a lot of studies. Of course, brains are smaller, eyes are smaller, information doesn't move as quickly. Zoom. Bang. Hunters yep. and gatherers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Whenever any male brings up hunters and gatherers, you know you're in for a real good conversation. Oh, yeah, you know that guy really knows what he's talking about and has a really good head on his shoulders and probably drinks bone broth for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Hey, keep hey. the bone broth out of that man's mouth. <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, a guy like that wouldn't be intermittent fasting. That guy is keto. That guy is paleo till he dies of a heart attack, presumably, from all the yeah. meat he's been eating. On top yeah, of the gout. carnivore diet. Exactly, yeah. I just I like to I like to eat my flesh raw, you know, raw and wriggling. And I love taking dumps every two hours and it's gotta be smooth oh yeah i want my meat to be bloody and my women not to be that's what a guy like that says (laughs) now that's a red t-shirt if i ever heard of one (laughs) a lot of writing for a red t-shirt it reminds me of one of those shirts that's like hey they said perfect didn't exist but then capricorns were made or or whatever like oh then ford f-150 owners were made or whatever you want to call it Gemini's probably talking yeah. about that a lot. They're twins. <sighs> they just the problem. They never shut up about it. It's like we get <laughs> it. You're a twin. You didn't eat the other one in the womb. Maybe you were a triplet and you ate the third. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because there's always uh, doppelgangers that just that like one of them eats the other one usually. Yeah, even if once they're born, if you yeah. see someone who looks exactly like you out in public, it is your obligation to eat them. Yeah, and they're out there. Yeah, they're going to be weird tr- that they're out there. They're trying to eat you. So eat them before they eat you, <laughs> man. Trying to eat me. <laughs> you look too much like me. Let me put, I want to put your face on my face. Oh, man, isn't that the dream is to cut off another human's face that looks like you so you can put it on your own face? And you go, is this a crime? I don't think so. <laughs> Show me the crime. Yeah. It's not identity Talking theft. Talking to the cops. <laughs> 
Show me the crime. I I don't see a crime here. Show me the crime. You can't you can't find it. No, nope. there's blood on my lips. Oh, I got it's my Red Wings. Sorry, that's not not a crime. Prove it. I one time when I was a kid, my family and I went to a dinosaur exhibit at a museum, not in our city, in a different city, big oh. old dinosaur town, and we went there. And I don't think I saw this kid, but my parents swear that there was a kid that looked exactly like me there. And they like, they were like, oh, hey, Adam, come here for a second. And he turned around and just wasn't me. And he looked exactly like me. And they're just like, uh, and then he had a family there as well. So somewhere in the country we live in is my doppelganger. And I'm, I got to tell you, my stomach's already rumbling thinking about him. So did the parents of said kid, if this did even exist... Did they look like your parents? Yeah, I, identical. Here, see, here's the thing. There is a good chance that I went home with the wrong family that day. I was very young, so I have no idea if my parents are actually my parents or if the parents got together and did like, let's do a kid swap. Let's just like run it. Why not? Just see what happens. So there's a very good chance. I'm very surprised that there wasn't a kid swap TV show. Like, it, it sounds like <laughs> a bad idea, and it is a bad idea, but A&E has to take that money, you know? I mean, there is, it's, I mean, wife swap is kind of kid swap for the wives. Yeah. <laughs> like from And a, they open with that. They make sure they let you know <laughs> that this is basically a kid swap, but we couldn't wink, wink. <laughs> shut up <laughs> sign these papers shut up you're swapping kids and husbands and homes but mainly kids mainly kids i love oh. that wife swap was the only version of that that there wasn't a dad swap because they're like who cares <laughs> like whatever no. mom nobody cares about dads especially people watching tlc apparently celebrity wife swap was uh, a big thing like who's who like are the wives famous or are they wives of famous people? I think the wives were famous and sometimes they would swap with like a regular, like a normie. Oh. And sometimes they would swap with like another celebrity. Like how crappy for the family of the normie that just like, oh, mom gets to go live with Tom Hanks's family and we're stuck with Tom Hanks's wife, I guess, in rural Connecticut. Thanks. Terrific. Oh, she doesn't she doesn't know how to she doesn't know how much a banana costs. Oh, great. Well, now we got to teach her that stuff. She's so removed from reality. Thanks to Holly Weird. It'd be really cool if they had a lot of screeners though for, you know, award season. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I thought you said screamers and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's that's really fun. We should bring that back." <laughs> screamers. Yeah, screamers, you know, just screams that pop up in the middle of things. <laughs> I don't know if I need that back. That was a real, real tough time in my life because I, I worked in a place with a lot of computers and everybody wanted to show me a screamer. <laughs> Listeners, stay tuned. Maybe we'll have a screamer in this episode. Maybe. No, I we guess, won't. Uh, we <laughs> might. I'm editing. I, Maybe I'll put one in. Yeah. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I don't have uh, editing powers here. So, uh, folks, if you get a screamer, it was probably my fault, but uh, mm -hmm. Adam did it. Folks, one day I'm going to edit uh, Steve right out of an episode just to see what happens. I'll probably find out because I do listen to a minute to like 10 minutes of each episode. Oh, that's good. Especially for the ones that are only 20, 30 minutes long. Yeah, that's right there, baby. <laughs> that's a third of the episode. That's more than most people, according to our YouTube statistics. Very much so. Did you see the uh, bump in viewership? 
this week? No. Oh, like for the show. Let's not talk about this on the show. <laughs> Let's we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> okay. So for the listeners out there, we have analytics. Yes. And mm-hmm. No, the, you're right. This is a very boring topic. And we're doing gangbusters, so don't even worry about it out there. <laughs> for the listeners, just so you know, we put the anal in analytics, you know? We really did, and they were upset about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They tried to stop us, and we said, yeah. somebody stop me, and no, nobody could. Well, a bunch of nerds tried to stop us, yeah. and we're not going to have that. We we have God and sports on our side. <laughs> what a friggin' cry for help that is from the mask when he's just like, somebody stop me. Somebody. <laughs> yeah, anyone. Could be, yeah. Could, name one other person in that movie who's not Cameron Diaz. Good luck. Um, Cameron Diaz. Uh-huh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, please, for the love of God, stop me. Stop me. <laughs> Somebody stop me. D- that was probably an ad lib. Uh, probably, yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was just, he was hamming it up on set. God, he would have been insufferable on that movie. I, th- I mean, Jim, I find Jim Carrey insufferable always. And on that movie, he's cranked up to, actually, he's, Ace Ventura would have been the worst Jim Carrey movie to work on for sure. One or two. Probably two more so, I would say. Apparently, Man on the Moon was a nightmare because he was trying to act like Andy. Right. I did watch and, that documentary where you just go, yeah. oh, it might as well just call it Jim Carrey's a dick. <laughs> but everybody loves him for it. And then he painted and now he's normal almost. I guess. And you can catch Jim Carrey this spring in Sonic the Hedgehog 2 coming to theaters only in May. What are they going to do with Knuckles, though? He's That's my gripe. He's in it. Yeah, I know he's in it, but what are they going to do with it? Well, obviously, he's working for Dr. Robotnik, and but he's like, I bet he's being influenced by the Chaos Emerald, and there's some, you know, he's, at the end, it's going to turn out that he's not actually a bad guy, and he'll, but he'll probably, him and Sonic will make peace, and then he'll go off into the sunset, and then we'll get a tease of Big the Cat, and then in Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Knuckles, Big the Cat, Amy... Rouge, all of the Sonic family will all join together for a great big adventure. <laughs> Grogu is going to be in there <laughs> of somewhere. Of course, Grogu is going to pop up, speaking yeah. perfect English. Yeah, and he's going to be 50 years old. He's going to be very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Grogu coming to a theater new year. Yep. He's going to dab. He's going to rap. Oh, man, if they had a rap and dab in Grogu, oh, my God, <laughs> the internet would milk. I- milk. I am utterly shocked that they didn't make a little toy Grogu that dabbed. I'm like, I'm, and I'm dabbing every time I say it, but I'm like, I am so shocked at the restraint that Disney showed to not have a dabbing. Are you looking up dabbing Grogu right now? Uh, yeah, I'm looking up, uh, Grogu dab. Um, a bunch of weed stuff came up. Right. Yeah. No, I don't want a dab rig with a child's head on it. I want a child dabbing. Yeah, I want a child dabbing. I want a puppet that knows how to dab mm-hmm. and knows how to sell it. And knows how to do the Harlem Shake. Yeah. Put them well, all in there. Yeah. God, I, I, it's too bad that, like, the Harlem Shake, like, wasn't a thing now. Because imagine just, like, John Favreau and Tamura Morrison and all your favorite Star Wars actors on the set of the Book of Boba Fett, and they're all doing a Harlem Shake. How much fun would that be? That'd be pretty fun. I'm. That's how every Star Wars movie or television show should end, is with a Harlem Shake. 
you get the ghosts in the background doing the Harlem Shake. Mm-hmm. You got a nice starry, beautiful, clear night on Endor, whatever. Sure, whatever, yeah. <laughs> Hell, I'd settle for like the bloopers in Toy Story 4 to end with a Harlem Shake or something like that. Well, it could be the next crawl. They need something different and interesting to spice up these stupid movies. And a Harlem Shake. What's a crawl? Crawl. Crawl. The Star Wars Star oh, Wars crawl. Oh, 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 I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crawl. It's a time of civil war. Yeah, yeah, of course. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Right, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then at the end, it just says, and do the Harlem Shake. And then everyone <laughs> on Tatooine is dancing, and it's a whole thing. And dab, dab. All dab, the dabs. Grogu's, You're done. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Grogu dabbing for two hours while lightsaber sounds go on in the background. And then credits. John Williams' score is beautiful. Why did all the Star Wars movies have to be about war and, like, <laughs> taking down the evil empire and stuff? Why couldn't there have been a, like, dance uh, movie and, like, the Force is what wins the championship <sighs> for them or something? Imagine the dance moves that a Jedi could pull off. Imagine. Yeah? Oh, they can jump. They can run real fast. They can do all kinds of stuff. They can They can trick your mind into thinking they did it the best dance ever. Yeah, like what the audience sees is a huge, amazing dance, and then you get behind the curtain, and it's just them, you know, doing a mind trick on yeah. you. Yeah, it's Qui-Gon Jinn pulling his pud, and you just go, okay, <laughs> all right, Liam Neeson, fine. Well, good for you. Look Qu- at what I'm making them see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, I'm about to bust all over the all over the audience. <laughs> That's out there. Now, if that was you know movie nine you got something exactly the music in the music in the original star wars trilogy is called jizz and as far as i'm concerned it's there's not nearly enough of it physical or musical yeah absolutely there's not enough erm talk in star wars i mean you ask why there's so much war i ask where's all the erm space has the erm too ain't that the truth you know and that's where planets come from yeah yeah yeah, a, a giant stork planet brings the planets and drops them off for a mummy and daddy planets. Or daddy and daddy, or mummy and mummy, you know, all stars and stripes. Yes. Or even, you know, whatever. Planets were made for us, not us for them. Exactly. Were you thinking, were you trying to think of Star Wars aliens to add to that daddy and daddy thing and you just couldn't think of any? Mm, there's a Wookiee. Uh huh. There's huts. There's the huts. Uh, there's also the ones that look like, um, flies, but they're small. Uh, well, flies are small. I hate to break it to you. Are you talking about flies? (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking about flies. (laughs) They look like flies, but they're really small. They're like half an inch tall. There's little tiny bugs. I think, I don't know what they're called, but they look like flies. But they're really small. Yeah. They're like the size of a fly and they look like a fly. And I just can't remember what they're called. Who's to know? I I can't suss that out right now, you know? That's the genius of George Lucas. He took something like a fly and said, what if they had flies in the Star Wars universe, but they were called something different? But they were small. They were just flies, though. They went, okay, sure. So can people see them? What? <laughs> yeah, they're in your blood. They give you the force. They're called midichlorians. Ah, now I know what midichlorians are. That flies. makes sense. They're... they're sp- they're flies, but small. Yeah, they're flies. They're small flies in your blood that give you force powers. 
We should contact George because he's probably been looking for an explanation of midichlorians for a while, and nobody is acceptable of his answers. I'm sorry to break it to you, man, but he doesn't own Star Wars anymore. That's owned by the big mouse up top, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse, the character, owns it. <laughs> he does. And that dead guy. Disney, I think they call Steve him? Steve Jobs. Do you think he's still alive or frozen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is frozen. Steve Jobs, oh yeah, yeah. They, they froze his head, yeah. Are you going to get yourself frozen? It's not that bad financially. I mean, for you, yeah. It's the end of your life. Send, you know, whatever. Just, yeah, toss, freeze me up, throw away the key. That's fine. Yeah, but do you want to be brought back or do you just want to be cold? I just want to be cold. Yeah. yeah. In your afterlife, I want to be cold. Yeah, that way when I, if I go to hell, I'm like, yeah, I split the difference. <laughs> split the div. I'm already That's what cold. you want a lot in your will and testament is a lot of split the diffs. Just split the diff. I wouldn't mind getting frozen and then, like, dropped into a glacier or something so that naturally throughout time I could, like, melt and Encino man my life. That's a great call, yeah. See, I wouldn't mind being frozen and then put into a, uh, like, a deep fryer so I explode. Yeah, that's how the Big Bang started. Yeah, uh, pretty much, yeah. Prove prove us wrong, world. It wasn't God tripped and accidentally dumped all his planets out. Well, our our heart... yeah. Are, are so filled with life. <laughs> Julia, now, I thought Julia Child was here. And then they explode. It's a big bang. <laughs> I watched a YouTube documentary about uh, people freezing themselves and like the history of that. And oh uh-huh. boy, it didn't go well the first few times. <laughs> oh, probably not, eh? There was a guy who like organized, like put it all together back in the seventies, and I think he had like twenty four volunteers for it, and none of it, none of them worked out. <laughs> none of them were seeing the future. I'll tell you that much. Oh, so they were like alive, no, or terminally ill. They were all going to die. I mean, we're all going to yeah. die Good. unless unless we get raptured, and then our bodies and our pubes go up to heaven. But uh, they all were going to die, and then it was like. And then after I die, freeze me and then wake me up in the future when they've cured death, I guess. And it, mm-hmm. But some of the people, it was like, yeah, they died. And then five days later, they were frozen. I'm like, well, I don't uh, I don't think they're coming back from that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's another technology. But maybe that technology will work and we'll just undead ourselves. Maybe. That'd be nuts if we undeaded ourselves. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, I can would think we of, be playing God? I can think of one guy who already did it and was pretty successful at it, and uh, he was also a carpenter and a real. He loved prostitutes. Tommy Blaze. That's right. Special guest in this episode, Tommy Blaze. <laughs> Straight from video blog. Yeah, straight from when they recorded a bunch of vlog material for him and then went, I don't know, just pepper it into episodes. I'm not showing up for every recording. Get out of here. I'm not, I don't want to be in these episodes. Well, I, it's been two in a row. Episode six and episode seven, vlogging, baby. And I wonder if they just had extra material so they thought they'd make a few more episodes. And they got blogging, and he didn't want to do any more episodes, that's for sure. Yeah, this episode is like, this episode sucks. Like, it's like one of the worst episodes of this show, in that it's just, it's barely anything. Like, two stories are happening, they're not connected, they're barely about anything. It's like, 
uh, Kayla's a tomboy now for no reason. And she loves baseball for no reason. Like, they just went, and then this is going to happen to him. Whatever. And she has friends. Who are these other friends? I, I have said all along that she is definitely Sporty Beverly. But they did really shoehorn this in out of nowhere. This is one of the worst episodes I've ever watched in television history, I wow. feel. Wow. Uh, yeah. And I, I've i watched some uh, Gilligan's Island, and that, <laughs> those were bad. I mean, this episode was terrible, but it, was, it did include one line in it that was great, and that was when Jamie said, Top me off, Martin. <laughs> that, was, that made me laugh. Could I get that again? Could we get that clear? Top me off, Martin. That's going to be a good sound bite. Yeah, yeah. Feel free to use that however you want, listeners. Martin! Use yeah. it however you want. But if you make a buck out of it, please give us a dime. That's all we're asking for. Just 10% of your profits. That's all. Yes. In perpetuity, too. I don't want any expiration date or anything. No, God, no. No, we we are the Beverly's. We are the people and the Beverly's. I It had more Martin in it, but even that didn't cheer me up whatsoever. Yeah, and uh, the the thought of um, Martin dressing up as Justin Bieber does carry a script. Like I could see why they wanted to be there on the day and to uh, use their time on this earth for this episode, but uh, it fell flat. And I also love that when he's dressed as Justin Bieber, he changes his name to Rascal, <laughs> which is just which is a pretty funny. It just be like, "Hi, I'm Rascal." <laughs> okay, oh, sure. what a guy. Martin, Martin, uh, please, it's Rascal. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, you know, Jamie's out there trying to talk to boys. She, her and Martin are drinking <laughs> milk in the kitchen when it's like, you're old enough to drink, Jamie, and Martin, you're definitely old enough to drink. So, like, Tommy Beverly definitely has booze in that house. You kidding me? So, have a drink. Yeah, was was Jamie's storyline uh, written for Gabby, and then Gabby wasn't there on the day? <laughs> I hope not, because those girls are 10. And if the storyline of the of the episode is like, I can't hit on the boys at the mall, I'll go, Ugh, 10. I don't think so, girls. That's way too... What are you doing? But, I, like, I thought the girls' storylines were also written for, like, 13, 14-year-olds as well. But, I like, know. I don't know. It's all a wash. You know what? Top me off, Martin, all right? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Gabby is in this episode, though. Don't worry. She shows up for, like, two scenes. And, and I has... was worried. I was very worried she was not going to show up. Halfway through my notes, I have in all caps, where are Gabby and Mr. Tommy? They're they're not in most of the episode. What is this? All they had to do was make eight episodes of this show, and they could not do that. <laughs> they couldn't make it happen. It's pathetic. They gave up after four. Yeah, no performance in this one. Jamie, oh, no. Jamie plays a, a little bit of music, although there is a great line where she's like, uh, where Gabby walks in and Jamie's like fiddling on the guitar and she goes, oh, are you almost done with that song? She's like, yep, I'm just writing the last line. <laughs> like, that's not how the songs are written. <laughs> you know, go like, and here's the first line, boom, 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 and now the last line. Again, I feel like that was a great uh, rendition of Jamie. She was, that's how she was this whole episode. Like, poppy but in like not a fun way <laughs> thank you i'm glad that you described my improvisation as poppy but not in a fun way i was describing jamie in this episode what do you, do you think jamie's a cutie 
Yes, and yes, and yeah, yeah, yes, and yeah, yeah. I think she's degrading herself by going after fried cooks. She really needs a talk by Tommy uh, Beverly to get her butt in gear. She's an assistant to one of the biggest men in music. Yeah, Tommy Beverly. Maybe you've heard of him. He manages yeah. Sailor Swift, and that guy's like eighty-five years old. Like you could probably get Justin Bieber's number. Probably, yeah. But then she'd freeze up. She couldn't talk to him. I, I love that she's like, I can't talk to boys. But she talks to Martin just fine. So maybe she should frick Martin. Yeah, Martin should have brought that up. <laughs> just look, look. Uh, I'm single. You're single. There's a million bedrooms in here. No one's gonna know. There are so many bedrooms. Neither of us will even have to do laundry after. No, we'll leave it forever. No one will ever find that bedroom. Would you? have sex in every single bedroom if you bought a house like that yeah why else would you buy a house like that also how cruel is it that they make all the girls sleep in the same bedroom it's really screwed up it like it's beyond me even it's i never really clued it never i never clicked for me until now but it's like there's so many empty rooms in that house and they're just like nah you gotta you two sleep in a bunk bed and you get a single bed next to the bunk bed and I'm pretty sure they're using the same room for their, like, recording room and rehearsal room. <laughs> yeah. It's just they add a couple of beds and take a couple of things out. You got to give it up for PureFlix for saving money. Oh, yeah. Family for they're Life. They're so smart. Family for Life always tight, you know? Mm-hmm. We, I do know. Yeah, we are the Beverlies. Yeah, and they certainly were the Beverlies in this episode, <laughs> and we certainly got a new rule. Yeah, what would you want? What was rule number seven? I don't have my notes up. It's like, do everything for the Lord or something. It's cherish and respect all of God's gifts that he gives you. Use your talent for God. Yeah. Which, of course. It's a real Samson rule where it's like, hey, I gave you these things, but just know that if you don't respect me, I'm going to take them away. I give it to you, then you give it to me. I I gotta assume that they get a huge check from... uh some kind of Catholic governance uh, for running these things because I don't know why they just shoehorn God into everything. What do you mean? It's a pure Flix production. That's why. Ah, they're getting subsidies by big oil, I think. Oh, yeah, by big period. The Beverly Shout out to womanhood. 